Blog Talk Radio. Are you tired of being sheep? Well, so is he. Get a friend, get informed, and get involved. It's We Are Not Cattle Radio. Good evening and welcome to We Are Not Cattle Radio. I am your host, Jake Counts, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. It is August the 29th, I believe, 29th, 2013, and this is podcast episode number 26. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are listening live, the ultimate beacon for freedom, liberty, and individual responsibility. How dare I, in America, say that, that we be individually responsible for ourselves? Because once we're individually responsible for ourselves, we can take care of others. But it seems that the U.S. propaganda arm has no place for that, because we have to tell everyone else what to do. And I see that as becoming a common theme here in America, whether it's in politics or whether it's in foreign policy. It is, some would say, our duty to spread democracy through imperialism around the world. Even if nations don't want democracy, we're going to give it to them. We're going to give it to you in the context of a no-fly zone, non-kinetic or non-lethal, lethal action, kinetic action, liberation like we did in Libya. And now, as I had predicted on my show, as soon as football season begins to come through for the American public, look at what happens. It has been a week since I've done a podcast. It has been a week since I have taken your phone calls. It has been a week... Of absolute craziness. And as you saw the Warhawks all line up, the John McCain's, the uh, John Kerry's, President Obama, because he really, remember, he needs to show that he's tough. He needs to show that he's tough. And I'm speaking to you from the heart of a true conservative person. Not to say that I call myself as a Republican or anything like that. I'm just conservative. I believe that we might want to take care of our financial issues here at home before we start borrowing more money from China to go to war with Syria. I believe that we have enough challenges here in America that we don't need to go masquerading around all throughout the Middle East and North Africa trying to bring freedom and democracy to nations that, let's face it, some of them might not want it. It is very sad and scary. Absolutely, Actually, if you understand to the knowledge and the, and the breadth and depth that I understand, it's terrifying. Which, if you're listening to this podcast... 
you don't listen to We Are Not Cattle Radio because you want the news, because you want to find information. That's what I'm here for. We're here to do that. We're here to share information, push articles and push ideas and push concepts that aren't very mainstream and try to at least begin the conversation among the American people. Now, I've had countless amount of guests on my show, people that run their own podcasts. I've had people from from real Republicans, true Republicans, Reaganites, as I would, cons- I guess, call them, to anarcho-capitalists, to absolute pure communists. And I don't discriminate because we all have a common theme. We all have a common theme here, and that's that we want to empower humanity, empower the individual, empower you. It is not about directing you. It is not about telling you what to do, and then you go out and do it. See, Americans are very good at doing what other people tell them to do. That's how we are raised. That's how we are propagandized from very, very young is to just do what you're told, and everything will be fine. Well, guess what? Now it's time for the politicians to do what they're told. And if you don't write your congressperson, if you don't speak to your senator, if you don't leave them voicemails, then don't bitch at me. Then don't whine to me because you know what? Nobody likes a whiner. If you don't want to go out and hold up a sign, if you don't want to go join a protest, don't whine at me because I'm here trying to invoke real change. Real solutions, real ideas, and empower the people. Remember, this is the people's show. It is not Jake is not cattle. I've got my friend on the line. It is not Josh is not cattle. It is we, we the people, we the free, loving individuals are not sheep, cannon fodder, whatever you want to call it. We're not slaves. We're not wage slaves. We're awake. We understand. We have, we have a connection to the cosmic consciousness and understand the larger destiny of humanity. Now see, the global profiteers and the global racketeers enjoy having a population that's servile and that does what they're told and that has very narrow-sighted visions. Very narrow scope. What am I doing Saturday? What am I doing Sunday? That's it. That's the extent of it. And that's the way that they want you thinking. That's the way that they want you believing. Because if you do that, then you don't stand up. Then you don't get upset. Because everything is taken care of. Now what I will say, one of the things that I thought was incredible is a speech that I heard from Barack Obama, and I don't want to quote it verbatim. But he said something to the effect that the American people probably would have been better off not seceding from from England because England provided them safety. They provided them security. The English monarch, the most powerful empire that the world has ever seen, provided them stability. 
Well, as we all know, if you're listening to this show, if you sacrifice your freedom for security, you deserve neither. So that's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, podcast number 26. That is my take. Thank you. It has been a week, and man, do we have a lot to talk about. Um, I just did get confirmed today. I will be having Ben Swan on the podcast on September 10th. He'll be coming on around 9.30. Tune in for the entire show. It's going to be fantastic. I got him for a little over a half an hour. We're going to cover the waterfront. And oh, yes. I will ask him about the 9-11 first responders. I will ask him the tough questions because you know what? The people want the tough answers. We don't want the garbage that we see. We don't want the parading around. We don't want Lindsay Lohan rubbing her ass all over whoever. Doesn't That went viral. Oh my gosh, look at Lindsay Lohan. And then the only thing I could think of was, oh my gosh. Look at the sheep. Look at how easy you are. Look at how manipulated you are. You have a country, an entire continent, may I say, an entire world hinging on the axis of one piece of video. One piece of video and one report saying that the rebels have been attacked by Assad's people using chemical weapons, and we must invade. Oh, yes, because they threw the babies out of incubators. Bullshit. They had weapons of mass destruction. Bullshit. They have used chemical weapons in Syria. And I think I feel another sneeze coming on. Because if you're not awake to the propaganda now, people, it is time to wake up. This is not time to play patty cake with Russia that doesn't play effing games. Russia does not play games. So here we are on the precipice of World War III, and the ultimate distraction gets thrown out alongside the sub-ultimate or penultimate if you're from Britain, distraction. Penultimate means second to the last. So, guess what that is? Football season. And no, it is not a coincidence. No, it is not just pure blind luck that this stuff happened a year after Barack Obama said that that's a red line. So now we're going to go to the phones. It is the People's Show. I am going to pull up who we got here. I think this is my friend Josh. Josh, is this you, my brother? Uh, how's it going, buddy? Not bad, man. And I've got uh, I got my other friend Jake on the line as well. Jake, are you there, man? Indeed. Well, we have Indeed, three. I'm here. Yes, we have three bona fide thought criminals on the podcast. Somebody let the NSA know that we will be con- participating. In Thought Crime, a.k.a. Alternative Theory, remember, it is not conspiracy theory. It is just an alternative to the government-state-run propaganda that you receive. So thanks for coming on board, guys. Glad to have you both. Thanks so much for having us. Uh, I must say, although your introduction was very rousing, I don't know if the American public will forgive you for uh, mistaking uh, Miley Cyrus for Lindsay Lohan. I don't give a shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. No, no credibility now. It's gone. You lost them. You know what? I, I think I did. I actually lost a guest in the chat room, and he probably got upset. Excuse me. That was Miley Cyrus, everybody. Billy Ray Cyrus. Hey, Billy Ray, how does it feel to sell your kid out to out to, um, out to to Hollywood? How does that feel? That is just straight-up pimping. Now, Josh, was it you that sent me the interview with um, Corey Feldman about the uh, the biggest problem in Hollywood? Was that you, or was that somebody else? Uh, no, that that was indeed uh, me, and uh, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because um, uh, in the wake of this Miley Cyrus VMA catastrophe, uh, I have uh, unfortunately consumed a little bit of this pop culture media, albeit from a more uh, truth-based perspective. Uh, and it's very interesting some of the cryptic comments that Billy Ray Cyrus is making about uh, having not communicated with his daughter in three years, about how her handlers don't let him near her, that. Uh, she, uh, she has she has sold her soul to the devil, and that is a direct quote. Um, interesting. Listen, listen. Satan doesn't exist. You know, Osama bin Laden lived in a cave for ten years, even after he was on dialysis here in America. I mean, all of this stuff is you know that's come on. I mean, you don't believe what? No, come on. I I I I, I disagree. I disagree because the television tells me so. Gotta go back to sleep, man. Come on. Uh, you know what? Yeah, they're too awake. Gotta go back to sleep. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, Josh. Or they will put you to sleep. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Josh, briefly yeah. tell um briefly tell the audience what you told me, um the story you told me and what we what our conversation kind of insisted on, and I'm glad you brought that point up, Jake. But what our conversation was when I got home from work today, I called you up to see if you wanted to come on tonight and weigh in. Briefly tell the people what you told me and, and the conversation that we had. Oh, absolutely. So um, as some of our more uh, awake and alert uh, listeners may know, uh, it's sometimes very difficult to, um, to be able to analyze current events and realize when bad things are coming. Uh, so in the, in the wake of uh, this, uh, this Syria nonsense, um, I, I uh, actually had a pretty rough couple of days and, and didn't sleep last night, and incredibly stressed out. Uh, and um, I've actually been uh, saving up for um, uh, to purchase some some uh, some Liberty tools or firearms uh, over the past few months. And for some reason, early this morning, I uh, I was gripped with this incredible internalized fear uh, that said, uh, Josh, I know you love your silver. But you need to sell a few ounces, and you need to secure yourself um, uh, a, a, a weapon that that may or may not be around uh, for much longer. And lo and behold, later on this afternoon, um, Barack Obama has now announced that he will be using executive orders to target import um, old import military surplus uh, rifles, which is exactly the one that I purchased this morning. Uh, so I, I I thought it was incredibly interesting that 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 happened. Coincidence potentially. Well, I think that once you're plugged into the cosmic collective consciousness, I think that nothing happens, you know, out of just happenstance. You you do have urges, gut feelings, whatever you want to call it, fate. Who knows what it is? There's really tough ways to put a label on it. But that's yeah. why you know that's why when you have poker players, you know. Baseball players, anybody, it's always go with your gut. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, smart investors go with their gut, and I think you made a good investment there. You know, I mean, 
and, and the more awake you are, the more you can understand the long term, what's coming ahead. And, and, and it's just like last week, or, or maybe it was two weeks ago, Jake, you're like, it's going to get worse as football season approaches. There's going to be crazier things happening. And lo and behold, here we are. You know, and I'm not to trying to toot my own horn. Out. It's just that once you understand how these jokers operate, it's it. Right. It's not even it's it's literally tiddlywinks. But all you have to do is have you guys ever and and I probably should send you both a link for this one day. There's a there's a really great video on sleight of hand how it shows how magicians can come up to you and anybody that knows a magician they've they've probably seen this done or they've had it done to them. A magician can come up to you and by using your senses against you can distract you, take your watch off of you, take your tie off of you by doing sleight of hand and basically distracting you with one hand because they know that if you slide something in front of your face, by virtue of your self-preservation, you're going to key in on whatever's in front of you and be completely distracted from whatever's around you. So they would take your – they basically – they could almost undress you on the spot. It's relatively incredible. But that's what we're dealing with here. It's a slide of hand, almost like a slide of mind that if you just kind of let it go down in the doldrums and don't really talk about it too much, that's why you don't hear anything about the uh, Trans-Pacific Partnership. You don't hear anything about <coughs> – the executive orders unless it comes out like it did today because they don't want you paying attention to that stuff. They want you to believe that pop culture is the American culture, whereas the more awake you get, the more you realize that the American culture is fighting for liberty and freedom every day and doing something every day, whether it's doing something to wake somebody up, get somebody to pay attention to an issue or a bill in Congress. Like Josh said, getting somebody to pay attention to um, what what the executive branch is trying to do and what the executive branch is trying to make itself. Not necessarily for Barack Obama, but they're trying to set the precedent that the, that the president can circumvent Congress. So, I mean, would you guys say that that's fairly accurate? Very oh, accurate. Ab- yeah, absolutely, and and it's really interesting that you that you touch on the the sleight of hand example because I think it's completely accurate. Um, we we have a grand sleight of hand going on uh, throughout culture, which is you know American culture is so synonymized these days with with corporate culture and what these what what uh, an elite ruling class has over us is leverage, and that leverage uh, is not only a deficit of information but uh, a, a keen understanding of how the human mind operates. It is no coincidence that, that one of the uh, chief propagandists of the 20th century was the nephew of Sigmund Freud, uh, Eddie Bernays, the author of Propaganda, the man who got women to smoke, who ushered uh, America into World War I, among countless other things. So, yeah, I mean, and, uh, and obviously I think that uh, it would be juvenile to believe that 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 stuff doesn't continue to this very day and has become far more complex. Now, yeah, what would you say, would, what would you say, Jake? Yeah, I would say I would agree with that, obviously, and I would say that it's on a it's on a grandiose scale, and it's also like multi layered. It's it's we're just we control uh, how information and what vehicles you're going for information. You know, we control how we disseminate information. And so these, you know, the Syrian conflict can be seen as a sleight of hand for the other impeachable events that Obama has. I mean, it's the same thing that Clinton did while when he was under pressure. I mean, he he started, you know, he started uh, creating more conflict or creating a conflict in the Middle East when he wanted to. And 
the same thing Bush did. I mean, they in that uh, he only released the information that they wanted the public to have, even though Saddam was, you know, had been for years doing the same sort of, you know, humanitarian violations or the same sort of, you know, terrible events, killing their own people with gases. Um, and, you know, it's just playing the same cards that have been, pl- you know, played before him. So it's, it's, it's multilayered in that, you know, even though we knew these things that have been going on in Syria for so long, uh, they're just they're just pointing to all the right areas now. And even though we've been funding, you know, and making them capable for for, for the offenses that they're committing, where now we can utilize them whenever we want. It's just kind of like it's the ace. Yeah, it's the ace in his sleeves. He can just play that whenever he needs to. And when the pressure's too high on him and in other areas, he just plays that, and everyone's focused on that now. So, oh, do so you John, mind if I jump John, in? Yeah, I was about to ask you. Do you do you think that that's what it is? Do you think it's um, political diversion? Oh, absolutely. But I think it's a it's a really apt point to to discuss because um, it, the nature of how short the the attention span of the public is uh, is 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 quite <laughs> dumbfound. It's, it's dumbfounding, really. You know, to to imagine that that just less or I guess now ten years ago, Jesus, has it been that long? Uh, we yeah. we re- we have the same justifications for going into into Iraq that we are now seeing and in going into Syria. And if we tie that back to uh, the statements uh, made by Rhodes Scholar Wesley Clark uh, about the, the plan to invade seven countries in, in five years, uh, although the timetable has not been, been exact, we see this repeat throughout history, whether it's something like Iran-Contra uh, surfacing and then the MENA connection surfacing in the 90s. Fast and Furious surfacing in the 2000s, you know, America has a has a compartmentalized view of these historical events, and instead of viewing them as a long uh, program of 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 negligence and of or, or excuse me, not of negligence but of control, they instead view them as 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 single instances of negligence. Now, they set people up. They set people up. It's like you know, why did Rumsfeld think their weapons of mass you know, destruction there because he sold them to them. You know, I mean, they they set them up. They've got them in the bank. You know, they're what, just waiting. What's, what's, waiting what's that Bill whenever. Hicks? Uh, what's that Bill Hicks uh, bit about? Um, uh, I forget what what exactly he said. Something to the effect of uh, of uh, selling selling Saddam arms and then going and bombing him for using the arms that we sold him. Yeah, that was yeah. it. That was, that was yeah. It. Now see. I don't. I. I, I just. I, I know that. I know that our audience is just absolutely on point, on target with us. And one of the things that Josh and I, or actually, I think it was Jake and I discussed, is that. Is that um, I don't want to be, and I want to reiterate this to everybody that's in the liberty movement, everybody that wants freedom, and everybody that wants to unify under common.
just lost everybody. We just lost some. We just lost our guys here. Everybody just basically dropped off. Hopefully, I'm still on the air. It looks like I am. But yeah, um, Blog Talk's having issues. I'm probably going to jump ship with these guys. So I hope you're listening in, Blog Talk. You guys. Um, Okay, sorry about that, everyone. We are having technical difficulties, not on our end. BTR is having tough issues on their end. So, going to try to get my friends to call back in here so we can see if we can continue the dialogue. But right now, as I'm working on getting everybody pulled back up, I am going to leave you with Ron Paul's version of what's going on in Syria and this is um this is Ron Paul's comments. I think they were from this afternoon, so oh, let me find the audio clip. Everything got kind of whizzled around here, but um, yeah, I would say everybody call in, but I don't know how these issues are gonna be, but if you do want to call in and hopefully you can get through the uh, call in number is six oh two seven five three nineteen sixteen. Once again, it is the People's Liberty Show. Call in. We can talk about whatever you want to, but obviously we are going to try to stay on the topic of Syria because that could definitely be um, an entry into World War III, which none of us want. And England actually pushed back today and said that they are not going to support action in, in Syria and so, you know, Cameron was really upset because he probably had a lot of people that wanted to make some money on this. But it looks like the um the people have spoken and um yeah, and now I cannot find my um my clip on Dr. Paul here. So I'll um I'll go ahead and pull up what uh, Rand Paul had to say about Syria this afternoon. So here's the clip. Okay, so that's not working either. I can't hear any audio. Yeah, there's no audio here. Jake, are you Jake, there? Jake, are you there, buddy? Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. Oh my God, I had to reset thing. everything. Hold on, let me get Josh to call in. All right. Um, Dude, well, was, what, was, did we just get? Did we just get NSA blog? Uh, yeah. Um, blog talk just took a shit. Oh yeah, he did use profanity. You guys took a shit at nine o'clock. Great job. Are you still there? Jake, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm here. Okay. Oh, okay. Gosh, I thought I lost. I thought I lost you again. Here, I'm gonna nope. tell Josh to call back in. 
Sure. It seems to work. For how long, we don't know. Welcome to live radio, everybody. That would have been... Um, yeah. Dude, we were on a roll right there. Holy crap. I, I just... What, um, what happened exactly? Explain what happened. Um, it just says that... Um, all of a sudden, it, you just started breaking up like crazy. It and says that I we are it currently just, experiencing issues... Yeah, where it says we're currently experiencing issues with our host dial-in numbers and guest dial-in numbers. Yeah, because neither one of those are important. Nope. Pretty much what they do. Pretty yeah. much all they do, right? Oh, uh, here we go. All right, let's see if we got them now. Let's see. All right. Are you there, Josh? You got? Are you there? Indeed I am. I tried to play a clip from Ron Paul, and it was not there. That really aggravates or me. Or Rand Paul, right? Yeah, either one. I, no, I had a... No, hey, here's somebody. Rand Paul. On I, had a, uh, I, had, I had one from Ron Paul loaded up earlier, and it's not... Um, I don't see it. So yeah, while you're looking for that, while you're looking for that clip, could I could I ask both of you a question? Absolutely, man. We're all we're all we're gonna no. spin right now anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Okay, I'll <laughs> I'll ask it I'll ask it to one of the Jakes then. Um, no, so okay, I, you can go, man. I, I think it's I think it's kind of interesting that uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, it was sometime last year before uh, before Obama's reelection when he was meeting with. Um, uh, at the time, then President Medvedev of Russia, Medvedev, Medved, yeah, Medvedev, if you want to be uh, uh, phonetically correct. Dude, but, I can't um, say like special sometimes, so don't feel bad. <laughs> but uh, do you, do you remember that 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 clip where it was a hot mic for uh, for a brief instant? Uh, oh yeah. And, and, hey, don't worry. When Obama gets reelected, you'll we'll be all we'll be all set. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I'll have more flexibility, and you you never obviously the mic never picked up uh, exactly what he would have more flexibility about. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting. It's interesting now that uh, things are coming to a head with both uh, Russia and America. And obviously, if if you're a student of history, you know that America has a, has a has a very long history of funding its enemies and and creating uh, creating conflict where there is none. If you've read Anthony Sutton's book about uh, the rise of the Bolshevik Revolution, you know the uh, the the entire foundation of the Cold War was based on uh, funding from American capitalism. Uh, How so, dare you? Oh. <laughs> how know, dare right? you? How dare you say that we funded the Nazis either? How dare you? How, yeah. How dare we read books, right? Yeah. How dare you be informed? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just so it's it's almost eerie that that all of these things are coming to a head uh, as these cryptic comments are being made in the background. Well. The thing that I liken it to is that it's like they're in a completely different country club than the rest of us. You know what I mean? It's like if you walk in – believe me because I worked at them my entire life. I was a golf pro for two and a half years before I got into doing sales and stuff like that. And you know, I've been around some really hoity-toity people, and – they do not look at you and I the same way that we look at one another. And I'm talking about I was at a um I won't give the name out, but people that know me know that know what club I'm talking about. I was at one of the top ten country clubs in the world. Venus and Serena Williams were members at my club for the tennis side of things. I was on the golf side of things. And I think we had like five thousand members total. But they all lived in the it was like a big compound. They all lived within the we used to call them the pearly gates, 
And from the time that I would get to the gate to the time that I could actually reach, reach the golf shop would take 20 minutes. So that will give you guys an idea of how big this complex was. And it was retired senators that I I, um, I was really, really um, friendly with um, this guy named Kasakis who founded E-Trade. Very nice guy. But then you had other people that retired senators, retired attorneys and stuff. And I was um, – you know, I was a golf pro, and these people were, number one, they were miserable because they had worked their whole life and had no fun. And number two, they didn't ever make eye contact with you. It was like they're completely in a different world and strat- stratosphere than you are. It was very much a class division. And that's what I see all around the world now is that now that we're so interconnected, and not to say this stuff didn't go on before because Bilderberg and stuff like that existed in the Council on Foreign Relations. So I'm not saying that these ultra-mega players didn't get together and you know talk about how we're all the scum of the earth and need to be eliminated. And they write books about that. You know, No eugenics operations ever went on in the U.S. and they never went on overseas either. But that was all sarcasm, by the way, everybody. But I do think that it is it is now to a point where – the ruling class has has tried to get themselves to another stratosphere, and they're just basically looking at us as um, mechanisms to make money. They don't see us as humans anymore. What do you think, Jake? Well, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and it goes back to, and I always sort of reference that Anthony Russo. You know, they they want to be able to control you through, you know, their their centralized you know, banks and through all these vehicles that they want to use the war vehicles. And, you know, that's, that's why they sort of create, you know, these, these conflicts and, and have them in their back pocket because, you know, as it said, you know, war is the health of the state. It's the thing that, that drives the fear that, you know, makes them plausible or makes them uh, sellable to the public, you know, while well, we need them because otherwise we'll just be overrun with terrorists and, Mm-hmm. And look at this conflict, and that's the reason why we'll be overcome with terrorists. But when you look at the actual figures and the numbers of, you know, of the actual populace of what we're facing and what, you know, which is pretty much created by them and financed by them anyway, it's it's just it just becomes ridiculous. It just becomes laughable. It, it, it does. The more that you know, the more ridiculous it seems. Like I said, the game plan. Is not very difficult to figure out, people. And once you figure it out what the real game on the planet is, the real game on the planet is not know how much football you know or you know whether statistics about your favorite team or, or what's the latest fashion. That is all there to distract you because people are trying to run your life, and we don't mean it in a good way. They are trying to run your life in a bad way. Like if people really understood – what the what the global technocracy did, and you could paint it into a picture, you would basically have a guy standing there looking like the Monopoly man, you know, like you know, that go directly to jail where you got both your pockets turned out, they got a gun to your head, and then they put a flag in your pocket. That's exactly what it is. It's like you did it for America, flag in your pocket, and we got a gun to your head. We got to keep you safe, so give us all your cash. It's in order to keep you safe. Josh, you wanted to say something before I went on that little tangent. Do we have a drop again? Uh oh. Josh there? I think we I, I think we might have lost him. All right. Well that's very All right, unfortunate. Well, here we go. 
Well, yeah, it was. I, I don't. I don't understand what's going on here. No, I. I don't understand. All right, so. Let me try to pull yeah. him back up. I do have the Ron Paul clip here, and, and um, I haven't heard it yet. I just basically downloaded it, edited it, and then uh, I'm throwing it up on the uh, on the internet here. So thank you, Al Gore, for you know, creating the internet, by the way. Thank you. Huh? Oh, man. He is just a blessing. Hey, did you hear about the Category 6 hurricanes that we're going to have now? When? Oh, just just Google that if you want a good laugh. Cat, Al Gore, okay. Category 6 hurricanes. They're coming. Because polar right. bears can't swim and all the ice caps are melting and all that stuff. So here's the here's the Ron Paul clip, and I'll, I'll try to get Josh pulled back up. Jake, can you hear audio? No, I cannot. I mean, if the clips, no. Yeah, I got no audio either. This is a botch. Uh, to Ron Paul right now, it says this is all the more reason just to stay out. We can't pick who's Did going to be in charge or dictate whether someone should stay in charge. So, uh, Ron Paul, you heard Donald Rumsfeld. Did anything dissuade you of that view? Uh, hardly. Hardly should he be considered an expert on the region. He gave us Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, and he was uh, buddies with Saddam Hussein. You know, he worked with him when uh, Saddam Hussein was actually using poison gases. And look at where Iraq is today. It's a disaster. It's more allied with Iran right now. The Al-Qaeda is in Iraq, and there's death totals coming up every single day. We hear about the death. So hardly would he be able to give us advice what to do in Afghanistan. Now, having said so, that, no, no, no I, I will say this. There, there is some debate as to whether he individually encouraged Saddam Hussein to use gases on his people. But leaving no, that aside, I, 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 I do want to uh, stress this, sir, if I can. Is it your sense, then, uh, that his other argument, that Russia or China could take advantage of this uh, and, and seize on this mm -hmm. vacuum uh, if we do not? I didn't make that accusation, just to clarify, but we as a country and he part of it, actually we were allies with Saddam Hussein. But that's a different subject. You're asking about the danger of escalation, really, with Russia and China. I think it's very, very serious. And I think the markets are telling us that. I think the price of oil is telling us that because it's really a big thing. So, yes, uh, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a token. I think one of the reasons why they say, well, this isn't regime change because we're not really positive who, uh, who set off the gas. I mean, the, per the group that's most likely to benefit from that is Al-Qaeda. They, they uh, you, you know, ignite some gas, some people die and blame it on Assad. Assad, I don't think, is an idiot. I, I don't think he would do this on purpose in order for the whole world to come down on it. So you question whether Assad even used the gas and that he's just being yeah, set Yeah, I mean, look how many lies were told to us about uh, uh, Saddam Hussein prior to that buildup. War propaganda. It's endless. It happens all the time. Well, we do, but, but to be fair, Congress, we knew it, certainly in the past Saddam Hussein had used weapons against his own people. But your argument is a good one. So I, I guess what I want to advance here is this, that if, if, if a, a dictator using uh, chemical weapons on his own people uh, isn't a litmus test for us to, to help those people, uh, for Ron Paul, uh, what is? Well... I think getting to the truth of it, and that's what we're not getting to, 
because when Saddam Hussein used the gases, some of the products were bought from us and he was still our ally. So you can't ignore that. No, I don't. I think it's a false flag. I think really indeed. And nobody knows if, if indeed he was slaughtering people by the thousands, uh, you know, with poison gas. You know, that's a different story. But that isn't the case. Matter of fact, 100,000 deaths are the case. And it's not, you know, the implication is that Assad committed 100,000 killings. There are a lot of factions out there. Why don't we ask, you know, about the Al-Qaeda? Why are we on the side of the Al-Qaeda right now? So I think the web, they want the weapons. The weapons, the rebels want the weapons. There's a bunch of people in there. Al-Qaeda is part of it. And this is the test for us to drop a couple bombs and then send in weapons. I so we're being sucked in. You argue we're being sucked in. It's dangerous. Big, big okay. time. And it's big risk. This can escalate, and Russia could get involved. What if there's an accident and a hundred Russians get killed by our bombs? Who, who knows? Some type of unintended consequences. Wars always expand because of unintended consequences. They always provide short-term war. Just think of all the promises on Iraq. Short-term, not much money. In and over. out, quick we'll and dirty. No, we'll, and we'll don't point. believe it. We should look at what's best for America and not okay. trying to pick sides in an impossible war like this won't be on the side of the American people. And the American people right now, by a very large majority, are opposed to this war. The Constitution can't support this war. And morally, we can't support this war. Getting involved in a civil war and a All strife right. that's been going on in that region for thousands of years. Well, you're right about this, Congressman. We have very uh, unclear rationale for doing what we're doing. We shall see. Ron Paul. Okay, if anybody can hear me, we are going to actually record this because this is really, really frustrating when you're trying to get a cogent thought out and you get cut off. So thank you for listening live, everybody. Sorry for all of you that are listening. This is a big pain in our butt as well as yours. And um, I hope you do do something about um, waking people up if you can hear me. Hold on a second. I got Jake calling in. Jake. Yeah, we're back, man. Yeah, I know. This is this is bullshit. Um, are you are you near your house Robin? at all? Are you still on the ride home? No, I'm not riding anymore. Now I'm back home. All right, cool. You got Skype, right? Yep. To the Skype machine we go. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Love, liberty, freedom. Get a friend. Get informed. Get involved. We are going to go record an hour and about thirty minutes of the podcast. I will splice them together. Upload them to um, the Blog Talk site, and I will rebroadcast them tomorrow night. Sorry for all the live listeners. I appreciate you guys carving time out of your day, but unfortunately, technology has failed us tonight, and I'm not going to get in the middle of something nice, juicy, and then have it cut out and be very, well, very aggravated, So, especially when well, I pay for this service. So it's fantastic. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Love, liberty, freedom, and um, hey, we'll see you next Tuesday at uh, from 9 until 11 and also put it on your calendar the day before September 11th your boy Ben Swan will be on the people's show so stay tuned for that Jake I will call you in a minute on Skype take care everybody Word.